Check one, check two. Hello, hello, hello. This is the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, Rob Cantrell. Today, I have an exciting show, a great show. I'm so uh, grateful for my friend, my busy friend, my good comedian uh, partner on the road, my buddy. Uh, he has written for the last OG, for the last... Uh, three seasons. He tours with Tracy Morgan. He's also an actor. He was on The Chappelle Show. He's been doing stand-up for over 15 years. Just a pro, uh, and I love him. Please give it up for Mark Theobald, everybody! <laughs> it's quite an intro. <laughs> wow, wow. Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you for doing this, Mark. Thank you. Uh, I feel special. <laughs> <laughs> you are special. You are special. Uh, you deserve it, Mark. You've been working. You were. We were just talking about. You. I know you don't do a lot of podcasts because you are a writer. Uh, Mark Theobald is a uh, is a union writer for television. Uh, he has for three years. He writes scripts. Um, he's also developer of shows. He's also a stand-up comic and he punches up other comedians work. Mark is, uh, just, you're, I, I'm just giving you a little bit of your origin story, Mark. Cause we okay, met, right. uh, we met, I don't know, like, man, when we, we met like 2003, yeah, totally. That's, I met you in New York. Right. And it was right after last comic standing and I right, just that's came, what I met you. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe at the Boston, maybe? Boston totally at the Boston. Totally yeah. at the Boston. Yeah. So. Maybe somewhere else. Maybe so. I yeah. used to bounce around a little bit, but yeah, you were yeah. all over the place. I remember, but I remember seeing you, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy from uh, Last Comics." Because Last Comics then it just came out, so I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's the guy." <laughs> yeah, man. I thought the same thing too. That was an exciting time. I was going to yeah. say you were just on the Chappelle show, and remind me and the viewers <laughs> again. Uh, which you were in the sketch. I think you were, were you in the Ashy Larry uh, sketch? Were you one of the police or you were one of the police? I was one of the police officers for the, what was it? I guess this name of the sketch was white music versus black music, which, <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious. It was just how white people react to certain kind of music and black people react to certain kind of music. And, it was it was funny. It was funny. It was really. It was funny. a classic, man. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was John really good. Mayer. And I got I got to sing with uh, John Mayer, which was, <laughs> who knew? <laughs> oh my cool. god, that yeah. is cool. Yeah, you it was. Know. It was very cool. Mark, very thank cool. you so much for being here because your career is trip like that. You've done some heavy shit. I mean, when I met you, you were you know you were working with Patrice on on material and stuff for shows. You were always in the mix uh, and, and getting on television. You, were, I think, which season you were on Last Comic Standing, or you were? I was. Like I was. I did. I did the. Um, I did the first one that you were on, and I made it to the. I guess the East Coast Finals at Caroline's. That, that, you know, at the beginning, nobody knew what that was with that show. We was like, "What is this?" Nobody, nobody knew. We were just like. I don't know what this is. My manager was like, Mark, just go do it. And I was like, all right, I'll go do it. <laughs> I just did it. And I didn't even, um, you know, I, I mean, at that time, I think you had to do a tape of your life. 
I didn't even do the tape because I really wasn't going to do it. I was like, I'm not doing it. I because everybody we didn't know what this reality show thing was. We just like it was weird. So they were like, do a tape. And I, and I, I was on that tape. season, and I didn't know. Yeah. No, they asked me for a background tape, and I was like, yeah. nah. I turned them down. Oh, you didn't see that's what I'm saying. Most comments were like, down. I was like, nobody, what, what is this? You want me to do work? You want me to film my life? <laughs> not to show this, man. I'm trying to get on TV. Come right, on, man. Right. We, uh, just, we just didn't know what it was. It was just new, you know what I'm saying? So it was just weird. And I just showed up and did it. And then um, next thing you know, I saw it was on TV and you were on and Rich Voss. And, and yeah. it, you know, it, it was, it, it, I, I liked it. It actually was a funny show. Uh, Thank you, and Mark. It showed a different side of comedy, I thought, anyway. No, I always say, thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah, I always say that. We, and you were on the Chappelle show, which I just remember dying laughing. Like, that was the show. Oh, yeah, that show was hilarious. That, that show was, I just remember just being like, I, I watched it with Al Madrigal. I think I watched it with Al Madrigal, like, the first time I remember doing I did a bunch of bong hits and it was in California <laughs> and he put that shit on and I couldn't stop laughing. I remember I was just dying laughing throughout the whole thing. Oh, Everybody, yeah. the tone, everything was just funny, funny. And it was a lot of it was, I'll say like the Boston Comedy Club and it was the New York comedy scene. It was all you guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, the funny, the funny thing about the Chappelle show, I never auditioned for that. It was just, they just called me to do it, which I was like, Okay, I'll just do it. I was like, all right. <laughs> I never got a call where I just show up and you just do it. I'm like, oh, I, I still to this day don't know who greenlit it or I don't know if it was Dave or it was Neil or I don't know, one of the two. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, I saw them at the club. So, it, it, and Neil was around the club at that time. So I'm, I'm thinking it's Neil more than Dave, but I don't know. I, to this day, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it was either Neil or Dave, and they saw you down at the Boston. Just yeah, right, and, and just said, "Hey, you're welcome to do it, whatever." So I was like, "Okay." I think that's so dope because everybody in New York was working. Like all these comics, you get on television. I wanted to kind of seg that way that into the last OG, which yeah. I was got to be on this last week, and that was like my first big thing. And yeah, I it's to nice. talk about that. as the barber, as the <laughs> as the barber. That's Taking right. Thank you. For, thank you for doing that in our season finale. We appreciate that, man. Oh man, thank you for having. No, that was the biggest highlight of my career, man. That is. I didn't like, even recognize. It's so funny. I did not my recognize. My family loved it. Your hair was so different. I'm used to seeing your hair out like that, yeah. and you had to slick back. I've never seen you slick back ever. And <laughs> I walked right past you, like, "How you doing?" He's like, "It's me." I was like, "Oh." I was but it was I early in the knew. morning. Nobody got it, man. I was like, dude, Nobody I didn't recognize it. you, Rob. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was an awesome experience, an awesome day. Dude, I got to walk there. I walked to oh, the right, set. Right. <laughs> I studied my lines here, and then I just walked over to the set. And uh, I was so psyched to be there. And I got a trailer, and I had my lines, and I knew them, and I was organized. But they switched them up on us like, oh, three or four course. times. They, they switched me, and they hit me in the morning, too. So yeah. that's when I was already all, like, we, I studied. We switched, we switched it at least two or three times. And I'm so sorry, Bob. <laughs> it, was just, <laughs> it was so last minute, and everything was switching. Funny. And we were just like. And that's that's what people on the outside they don't know and they don't realize is that that's what goes on on sets. A lot of times you're 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 switching lines so frequently that you and as an actor you just gotta adjust on the fly. So it's kind of 
It's kind of so nerve wracking. You're like, I just studied all these lines. <laughs> now I can't even use them. So it's like, it's annoying. And I, and I understand that coming from the actor's point and as a writer, I try not to do that, but sometimes you just can't help it. You have to change it. So it's just, it's nothing you can do. And, and for instance, bringing it back to the Chappelle show, yeah. for me and um, John Mayer, the song I learned to sing with him we could not get clearance. And I did not find that out to the day of. They, you know, I'm sitting there going, I'm learning my song because I got to sing. And I'm like, I can't sing. So I got to <laughs> sing with John Mayer. So I got to learn this song. So I'm, all night, I'm going through my, the, the, the song in my head. And then Dave goes, yo, Mark, man, we can't clear this song. So we got to do another song. And I was like, but I know the song. <laughs> they were like, too bad, we got to get another song. So John Mayer literally in the middle of the day is sitting in a van singing songs to me to teach me songs. And he's serenading me in the, in, in the van in the middle of Harlem. It's hilarious. I just wish I could see the outside of the van to see, see John trying to teach me a song. But he, he taught me the new song that we ended up using for the show. But oh, like really? I said, things change on the fly. To the you know what I'm so, yeah, I man, that, Mark, that is crazy. You are in a van in Harlem and inside with John Mayer, and you're in a police uniform, and he's teaching you songs, right? Teaching me songs. <laughs> and the funniest thing, it was like three degrees that day. Nobody on, and we was in the middle of Harlem, and I think it was where, uh, what's the name of that movie was shot? Oh, gosh, that Chris Rock was in, in Pookie. Uh, God dang it. It was, it was, oh. it was in front of that yeah. building, um, but the people did not New care. Jack City? Was, yeah, New Jack yeah. City. We were sitting right in front of that building, and the people oh, in Harlem did not care who Dave was, who John Mayer was, who I, because we were like, could you not walk? Oh, get the hell out of my way. We were like, hey. <laughs> it's three degrees out here. We was like, all right. <laughs> Fuck a TV show, man. They did not care. Okay, we was like, that's Dave. I don't care who that is. Get out the way. We was like, okay. So, <laughs> that's New York, did man. Not, that is two New Yorkers right there. We, <laughs> they did not care about our set at all. And that was back in the day, like 2003 was a little bit of old New York. And that's what I loved about that era and time. Yeah, yeah, man. It, was, it was, it was, it was like, fun. yeah, it was just, it was a little bit wild. It was still a little bit wild and still a little bit like just New York. Like nobody give a damn, like it's going on. Everybody's right. doing their thing. Right. Absolutely. Do you remember any of the songs that you were trying to learn? Man, I can't remember. I know we used the, it's a, the, a rose is a rose is what we ended up with, but that's not <laughs> what we started out with. We had a different, I can't remember the song, but man, I studied it because I was nervous. I was like, oh, I gotta get this song right. <laughs> yeah, you I thought all the comedic beats were gonna be there? Yeah, you were yeah, just like, I gotta I be funny in this moment. Yeah, that's and a hard thing. I didn't know until I showed up that I'd be singing with John Mayer. So then I got extra nervous. I'm like, it's John Mayer. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, ah, oh, what yeah. do I do? Then I had to learn the songs. It was, it was annoying. But yeah, I got you were with up. My Bodies of Wonderland, John Mayer. You yes. were with, yeah, superstar, yeah, John, funny, pop star. Yeah. No, New York was wild like that, man. And I just, I loved coming here and doing sets in that, at the old Boston. Uh, do you miss stand up at all, Mark? I, I do, but I mean, I'm still doing it. Like, you know, we tour, we tour, we, we, I write for the show, the last OG. So we do writing and then I'm on set. So that takes up a lot of my time. So I, I can't really get on stage like I used to. Yeah. But once we finish, as you know, Tracy, we go on tour 
and we start touring and, and that's like an every week thing. So I get back into a rhythm with stand up with that. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I toured with you for a while. Yeah. I was asking more on a COVID. I should have subtitled that question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. stand up? Oh man. Oh my gosh. Yes. Cause you can't even do anything. I can't. <laughs> I mean, this, this whole staying in the house is, and I've seen a couple people do like zoom comedy shows and it just, it just doesn't work because yeah. Sometimes it, it freezes, the timing's off. <laughs> it's just like, I'd rather have a conversation like we're having and just have some fun, and then that's easier. But yeah. to stand up on the Zoom, it's just, it hasn't been perfected yet, put it that way. So, yeah, yeah. I've done a couple. Learn. I've done a couple, yeah. and it felt like almost stand up. Yeah. And I did it from a chair, but I would just write off jokes, and I had some notes written, and I didn't want to do it. Like right before I did it, I was like, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> and then so right afterward, I did it. So uh, and somebody paid me. I got good money one time. So I think oh, I think people are hustling money out of it. Right. But uh, it wasn't ideal. Yeah, it's weird, man. Cause it's just without the audience and the laughter, it throws your timing off. Cause you got timing in your head that goes off the laughter and the look of the. You get none of that. So it's like I got to adjust to all this. But you know that's show business, man. You got to make yeah. adjustments. You always got to make adjustments, man. Always. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that you've done some wild stuff in terms of uh, you were LL Cool J. Mark was <laughs> in a commercial. Yeah. And it's his Twitter handle. But I I mean, it was wild. You were LL Cool J. You got to be 80s LL Cool J. Yes, and was it Bright Guard? Was it Bright Guard? What was it? Uh, Old Spice. I think it Old Spice. Old Spice, yes. I don't, you know it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm into deodorant right now. I, I mean, I get so, I, I put, I, I put on, I put on deodorant for you today, Mark, before Zoom. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, me too. I did too. But I was like, I want to be fresh. <laughs> for the fresh. Interview, even though you can't smell me. <laughs> I put cologne on. Why am I putting cologne on? <laughs> but I did. Yeah, but I did. I did a, uh, I did a commercial. I played young LL Cool J, which is a, uh, my only commercial. That's what I used to do commercial auditions. And I stopped doing one. commercial auditions because I just couldn't, I got, I got a young looking face and they would put me in with these young kids, but I would sound way older. They'd be like, say the lot. I'm like, how y'all doing? They'd be like, wait, how old is this guy? <laughs> I'm older than them. <laughs> so I, I actually told my agent, I said, I need to go into the stuff that I'm appropriate for. Well, I had, like, you know, I, I'm married. I got a son. So I said, right. put me in stuff. I'm married and got kids. So they put me on an audition where I had a kid. And I went in and the person was like, he looks too young. He doesn't have a kid. And I was like, I do have a kid. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm in, I was in this limbo of commercial. I was like, forget, I just quit commercial after that. I was like, I can't. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a run and gun, like all those commercials. And even, I was going to say, show business is like that, you know, in terms of even do, shooting the last OG, like they matted my hair down, you know, last minute. Yes, you yes. Know? It's just like, you just got to make decisions right in the moment, man. Yeah, 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 they, they totally changed you, but that was weird. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was yeah. fun. That, uh, but yeah, that's a dope. Yeah, you got the, did you meet LL for that at all? No, I did. He did his his separate than me, and I I did my uh, commercial and magazine stuff separate from uh, from him. But it was a great shoot. Though. I had a great great time on that shoot, and uh, I that learned was a, a lot. big part. 
Yeah, it was. And, it, and the, the director had me doing so many things. And most of it ended up on the editing room floor. And I definitely took notes from that. Um, that, uh, you know, when you're writing and when you're directing, you want to try and get it as many ways as you can, just so you have options to choose from when you're editing. So I always try to, like when we were on the last OG, I try to get it one way, a certain way that we want it that's maybe written, but also get a different option just in case so we can have some other other things and let the uh, actor or actress try something as well so we can get a couple couple different looks and sometimes you don't have time to do that but i always like to try and do that if we can dude especially if you're running a a professional budget like and you have an editor on bay that's talented to get the shot you know and then to give the editor that many looks Yes. And what could be funny or tone or how, right. I mean, a good editor can squeeze, you know, three jokes into one thing that you thought was one joke. Right, right. Yeah, and it, you know, and they got some really talented editors out there and uh, shout out to all the editors, man, because they, they make us look good when we're writing and we're shooting stuff. So, um, and it's not an easy job, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's hard. It's, I mean, we like for the last OG and most sitcoms, you're doing 30 pages written but in actuality when it comes out it comes out to about 22 pages so you you're looking at cutting almost eight pages of stuff that's a whole that could be a whole <laughs> you know what I'm saying? eight pages is a lot of pages man that's a lot that's and a the lot episode has to make sense right. so it has to make sense so if you cut right. some shit out and then and people are watching like this hey this doesn't even make sense guys it gotta make it gotta make sense right so we, i mean we I, and i say 30 but I, I mean by the time we shoot it we're probably down to 28 but yeah. still at six pages there's a lot of room you know what i'm saying it's it's a lot of room and it's a lot of cuts that you gotta make so you gotta make some hard decisions man some stuff gotta go out and you just gotta go eh, we just can't use it if it doesn't serve the story then it's gotta go you know what i'm saying so that's the rule yeah, what's the word on the street for the next season? Like, I've been hearing. We don't know, man. We're waiting. We're waiting, man. We're hopeful. We just did our season finale, which you were in, uh, uh, episode 10. Yes. Um, and we're waiting now to hear back, man. So hopefully we're good. So uh, for season four, we're hoping we could do that, man, because uh, I'm definitely looking forward to taking that challenge, man, especially what's going on in the world today with COVID, the social unrest. Uh, the racial yeah. strife. We got a lot of stuff going on that we could we could incorporate within the season. So uh, it, it's going to be a great opportunity for writers. Yeah, for uh, sure, I, man. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I wanted to address that. I feel embarrassed not bringing it up earlier. Just Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. George man. Floyd and Mark. My, I'm listening, as you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah what I, do you, I feel like, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, just just so you know, I guess just the what I was thinking about earlier before having this conversation is just like I do believe like consciousness is rising. Like I think black consciousness is rising. Like, oh yeah, I think so. I think it. I think the movement, the difference of the movement now than the '60s is that more white people are involved, and in, uh, and I, I think that it gives it we give us more numbers, and so people are forced to listen. And hopefully they will listen. Uh, and um, you know, because a lot of times people just, as soon as they hear it, they just, I, I can't deal with it. So I don't want to. They just choose to ignore it, and that's the wrong thing to do. That's what society's been doing. Yeah, that's yes, what America's been doing. That doesn't work. 
it doesn't does work. Not work. Yeah, and just the, these scars are all back there, and then we right. just got to turn around and just heal and up. You can't ignore it, and it's. it's uh, it. I've had you know I've had conversations with people, and and I've had people go, well, you know, they shouldn't be writing, and they shouldn't be doing all this other stuff, and it's like, understand, writing is a last resort, and I think Martin Luther King said that writing is the language of the unheard. Now, yeah. it, we, we tried peaceful, you know, Colin Kaepernick tried peaceful and he, he said it. I mean, he literally sat there on a knee and said, I'm doing this because of police brutality. They're killing people and not held, being held accountable. He said this. It, it, it's just, and, he's, and one another thing he said, which was so prophetic, was just he said a, a hairdresser has to do more hours of training than a police officer. That's absurd. And their, their life is in your hands. Why is a hairdresser doing more hours of training than a police officer? That makes no sense. Did he so, say that? Yeah, the football yeah. player. I'm, you know, I'm not a sports dude that heavy, but I knew it was all going that. But he said that? Yeah, he, did. he said that years ago. It is, wow. Everybody was, he got ostracized. And you're against yeah. America because you're protesting. And it's like, yeah. and that's what America is really good at. They deal with the what instead of the why. Instead of going, why is he feeling this way? Why is he? They deal with the, oh, well, it's the flag. If you're against America, it's like you just, you're avoiding the issue. That's what you're doing. And uh, right now, uh, it's kind of hard to avoid the issue because people have protested every day. So let's deal with it uh, and, see what, uh, and see where we go from here. I, I'm hopeful, but I'm also... Uh, I'm also very weary of it because I've seen this before. So <laughs> yeah, nobody's been here, and it's. I think it's. You know, it could, it could go either way all the time. But it's like, I think it's just like right now everybody's listening, and I love all the different opinions, and I love all the different angles, and all the hard uh, talks are being had. Like you know, all the hard talks are being had. It's on the internet. I don't like Twitter. I don't like all that shit. But at the same time, I look at it like, you know, these conversations are being had. Like people yeah, are just man. having to, to look to, yeah, they have to be. It's like they revelations. It's like some type of thing that like all this stuff, like we're all, we're all growing, you know, we're yeah. all growing. It's I, like, I, I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. And I think, I think that uh, we can learn and just, you know, and, and stop being, if we just stop being so defensive and just listen, uh, I think we could, we can, move you know a lot of people are just feeling that oh you can't you know like a lot of people bringing up issues with defunding the police and and, and uh, most of the people that's bringing up the issues don't even understand what defunding the police means it just it's not abolishing the police it's it's allocating the funds not all to the police but reallocating them to other things like mental health or social or education so we don't have cops going into a situation where they're dealing with a mental health situation where somebody who's trained in mental health instead gets called and deals with it. So that way the police is supposed to be doing, you know, is dealing with crime instead of dealing like with that. mental health. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, I think conversations have to be had and people have to understand what they mean. So many people are just, they're just going, believe you mean no police. It's all over. <laughs> it's anarchy. It's, it's, it's like, that's not what we're talking about. Slow down. <laughs> yeah, I like it, man. I like it. I like the new ideas that are popping out, and I think they yeah. have to be 
uh, had, you know, and all, yeah, and nothing is final on the table, but yeah, you got to know what it, like, you just educated on me on exactly what that meant. Like, I do know what it meant, and I was kind of like, I, yeah. I, I knew it was just an overall rethinking the whole situation. Yes. From the root, you know, just from the gut up, just rethink the whole situation. The so. whole situation. And this is, this is, this is, and it's happened in Trenton, New Jersey. They defunded the police and they reallocated. And part of the, when they defunded it, they made the police officers have to engage in the community in which they work. Yeah. Now, I used to be a, 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 a sales rep before, when I first graduated Hampton University from college. And I asked my manager, how do I, you know, because everything's based on sales, if you get your commission, everything, I'm a commission sales, right? So yeah, how do I, I do win that. this trip to Alaska? How do I, I asked my manager, how do I do it? Well, you got to do other things that other sales rep won't do. I was like, like what? And he was like, why don't you go to the store on a Saturday when nobody else goes to the store and that'll show the owner that you care. And I was like, okay, so I started doing that and I actually, I got and I won a trip because of that. I did what other sales reps won't do. Now I did that. I'm a solo sales rep. Now, if you're a police officer and you really invested in the the neighborhood that you're working in, go down to your neighborhood and meet the people in the neighborhood. Because yeah. I guarantee you that when you come to that neighborhood and you go down there in plain clothes, don't even go in there with, a, with an outfit on. Because when you when you get known in that area in that neighborhood, they ain't messing with you. They gonna yeah. be like, oh, they go. That's that's Officer Jim that came down here on a Saturday in plain clothes and came down to the church. We can't, we can't. Even if I'm doing wrong, I ain't doing wrong in front of him because I'm embarrassed myself because I know. Understand what I'm saying? You get to know yeah. the people that you work for, and yeah. I, I think that we need to. That's the way we got to change policing. And yeah. if it if need be, get an incentive like they had when I was a sales rep. Give them a bonus. Give a bonus to the cops that do that. Give this do something to incentivize them to be engaged with the community in which they're working in. That's the problem. Half That's these the people problem. don't, they scared of the community they're in, so they shoot first before asking questions. Yeah. It's like, you can't shoot somebody if you met them on Saturday in your plain clothes and you know them. And you're gonna be hard pressed to pull that trigger first. You're like, yeah. That's Ronnie, I just met him. <laughs> he got a daughter, I know him, I can't do that. That's a small town shit, like I was saying, like, yeah, you need to be have the people, like, yeah, if the cop is from there, if you hire local people that's a part of the community, right. they, they got to care about it. They got to care about the And even if they don't care, just get to know them. Yeah, yeah, know yeah. Know yeah. different people in your community. Just get down there and know them. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's complex, man. No, it is. It's complex, but I think the complexity is people are just stubborn. The, yeah. the answers are, I think the answer is there. They just don't want to hear them. Yeah, I think we have all the answers to even sort out America. That's what sucks about the leadership. I'm, I'm not trying to be political on this, but you know, things are just coming out like, right. it's, but it's like, we're in this COVID and then we're going through, you know, the riots and, and, and the protest. And it's just like, we got the wrong dude up there. Oh yeah, this, I know. Because it's such help. a galvanizing moment. Like a right dude would just, could really bring America together, actually. That's what we're right. talking about. Right, right, right. It's about America, you know. Yeah, you got you got a guy who uh instead of calming everybody thing down, he's pretty much putting gasoline on the fire. He's like, Let me put some gasoline on it. Let's see how this works. <laughs> yeah, the comment that I stuck with me that I said, Oh yeah, that's that cat. 
he's addicted to chaos. That's the problem with this dude. Yeah, no, he does. He 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 loves chaos. He loves, he loves the chaos. chaos. He loves it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's a he's a narcissist. <laughs> With to the eighth power. <laughs> he's a New York narcissist. He really is. Yeah, 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 man. Uh but there is a, a lot of good people out there. That's what I was thinking about today. It's like there are more good people than bad people, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think the problem is the good people get drowned out. Yeah, uh, you're just tired. Life is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's the bad people. But I think uh, the, the 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 now are like you know what? I got to make my voice heard because otherwise they won't know that I'm here. And I I think that stands for everybody, whether they be a cop or whoever. Just you know just to make their voice heard. So I think I, I think that's changing as well, that culture. I hope so. And calling out racism, like, I, did, I mean, I'm not one to do it that heavily, but at the same time, I I try not to put up with it. I try to just, <laughs> you know, just right. like right. ice well, people you, out, you know? Right, 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 right. But I think that stuff is getting called out more and more now. Like, it's just... Yeah. Uh, I think it is. I think yeah. it is. You know, and... Uh, it's 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 interesting times we're living in, uh, Rob. It's very <laughs> yeah. Really uh, but Brooklyn, I mean, you're from here, and right. that's what I think is. Uh, I will say that I just walked up to the park, and there was a Black Lives Matter going on, and they were pumping awesome reggae, dude. They're pumping <laughs> Bob Marley, big speakers in the front of Prospect Park, and I wasn't right. even trying to go up. I wasn't even trying to be in the protest. I just right. broke off and I went out to the park. And then I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. <laughs> because everybody, it was peaceful. No, this was like during the day, it was peaceful. And it was Brooklyn. That's what I was going to say. That I do like that, you know, just the, the uh, yeah, just like the uh, the black culture here in Brooklyn is 100% for Black Lives Matter. Like people are oh, out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really uh, very progressive. Very yes, progressive. very they, progressive. They are not, the thing that has uh, inspired me is like, they're not stopping. It just, it's like every day I'm like, damn, not stopping. They keep going. It's like, it's been, it's been. Blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks. Yeah, yeah. man. And LA was it's crazy seeing those drone shots of those crowds going all the way down this, you know, that yeah. showed the world. That, that was what was so trippy about it. The world was involved. Like, yes, was, I've got, I got friends hitting me, comedians from England. They, they sending me hits about them, them going out to protest for George Floyd, I was like, man, I'm like, this is, and that's something that, that's something that I, I, I think that I always tell people, I said, look, you gotta, even if you, if you choose to ignore this, you gotta go, something's got to be up, that all these people are feeling the same way and they're on different time zones. How is it they all feel the same? Yeah. Are we all crazy? Are we all, that's <laughs> the question you gotta ask yourself. You got to be like, oh, how are these all these people in New Zealand, Germany, France, England? They all got the same feelings. Yeah. Why? Yeah. That's the question people got to ask. It's ask human. Yeah, it's human. You know, and I yeah. feel it. You know, it's just like I think it's just really human. You know, it's just show, and it's a part of the history of our country, which is a great country. It's just built on slavery. And it just has to be addressed, whether it's reparations or well, right gotta, now. Gotta, and I, I think I think it's gotta it's gotta start with it. We gotta we gotta tell our, the history honestly instead of yes, yes. yeah, 
that with the whole our forefathers were the greatest men in the history of men. <laughs> They and if you don't freedom, question America, so yeah, like, yeah. What are talking about? <laughs> it's like, yeah. come on, man, they own slaves. So they, the rules that they were making weren't set for us. They were set for the people that were free. That was it. Yeah. So, you know, let's just be honest about it. I think if we deal with it honestly, I think we can get past it. But I think when we don't want to deal with it honestly. So that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the issue. It's a wild place being American and being, you know, I just think there's so many different perspectives in the world and just like being American is just uh, crazy and cool, but off, you know, it's just also odd. Yeah, it's just odd because you look at the history of uh, black America and you see slavery and then you see you know, there's also a giant melting pot. That's what yeah, I guess you, you got to look at the good and the bad. So, uh, you know, I just think we're we have these problems, but maybe these problems are good in the sense that we're addressing something, you know, about humanity, you know. Right. Well, I think it, I think it can be a good a good thing if we address it and we address it honestly and, and make the adjustments uh, based off that honesty. But I, I think I think the problem is, are we going to address it honestly? That's that's the thing. I'm not sure where we are, but I'm hopeful. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it goes up to the leaders, but it has to start with the people. It's got to start, and it, it it's is. It's got to start with the people, with the and that and people on the street are talking about it. it. Did it, you it, like it, the Dave people, Chappelle special? Yeah, people are talking about it. We're having a conversation yeah. about it. I've known you for twenty years. Yeah, I know. You know we this, always kind of keep it light. You know, the Mark is my like older brother that's kind of got his life together that I look up to. <laughs> And I check, I check in on like, you know, because we started comedy together and he was always had TV and we got married at the same time and he has a kid. We all both had kids at the same time. But uh, yeah, right. you all, I, you've always just been on point and I've always looked up to you having just uh, uh, your head together in terms of uh, comedies. But uh, we always we never got too deep. But I, I appreciate you. You know, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About absolutely. 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 This is fun. Yeah, man, this is uh, fun. I was just, a, it is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Did, I, did you drink any coffee today? Did you have I did you? not. I'm sorry. I don't, that's, that's all right. so weird. It's no, a lot of people don't. I know, I don't. Yeah, what's your, what's your go-to? Oh, wait a minute. I bought my wife some coffee this morning, though. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I did, I did. So there you go. I got, yeah, it's but so what did weird. you have? Do you have tea? Do you have water? I, do. Do you I, tea. I, I drank tea this morning. I think so I tea's tea. dope, man. I'm all about I was watching this. Do you know this term? You got to check it out. I might send you wabi sabi. Was Dude, it's Japanese. And it's, it's, um, they were talking about the shoguns having their tea sets. And they would brag the shoguns who had the dopest tea set. Oh, and really? They had tea, yeah. <laughs> Like if you were a badass shogun, you had a bomb ass tea set, right? <laughs> and so wabi sabi is like this methodology that's kind of like yin and yang, but anything that's kind of old and rickety, but still kind of dope, right? Like a pot that got knocked over and it got sealed together nice, or they had a painting of like all these modern buildings in this one house that's kind of weird and like off center, but it has like it's a term they they opened up. I read that, watched the video. It's a term that Americans don't have. It's just called oh, wow. wabi. It's just like if it's kind of. I think it's like if it's kind. You know how ratchet is kind of cool. Like it's just yeah, like yeah. it's just something that you go wabi. That's just fucking wabi sabi. Wabi sabi. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that's I just I'm having some boba tea, so I brought that up. <laughs> Wait a minute, because I I was weird because when you you asked me to do the podcast, 
And I was like, oh man, I don't smoke weed, so what am I gonna do? <laughs> I wanted you to get some CBD oil and like rub it on your Oh, back. I do use CBD oil though, I do. Yeah, we talk about that, you do. That's right, that's right, man, we talked about you're that. You're a writer in, in, in you know, your 40s and it's yeah, legal. It's, my all... back, all my back, the CBD oil, I'm a big fan, I'm a okay, big fan. So I, there you go, good to go, I'm boom. Big, huge fan, huge fan. <laughs> I, you, I broke yeah, my you finger about and a long time ago. Yes, yeah. I'm big, huge on CBD. I forgot about CBD. Yeah, that's right. I do use that a lot, so that's that's good. Yeah, man. Stuff. Yeah, and, I, uh, yeah, I was I was nervous because I was like, I don't do, I don't smoke weed. I don't really drink coffee at all. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> what are we gonna talk about? We gonna no, we do tea. We do boba tea. Sometimes I do green tea. I don't always drink coffee. I don't okay. always smoke. I had a little bit of herb today. But I don't always smoke. So yeah, I'm not all in, all out. But you do okay. work. I have written down some notes. But you do work for Jordan Peele, and I know he's yes. you, he, he he likes to play once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's season one it, uh, with Jordan Peele. Man, he was he was a uh, fantastic. I didn't know Jordan was from New York, which I learned when I was in the room. He's from Manhattan. Um, wow. Upper West Side. Uh, yeah. So I was just like baffled. But uh, yeah, I got to work with him, and I was. First and he's season. like our age, though. Yeah. Younger, younger than me. Yeah, he's the, like um, thirty-seven. And yeah, yeah, he's yeah 40, he's like forty something now. Yeah, he's maybe bad. forty something now. Yeah, yeah. he's a few. I know we're a little bit older. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he's he's fantastic, man. He's really thoughtful and a a very th a thoughtful writer. And um, it just to, to watch him work and to see how he thinks, it was interesting. Dude, uh, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, man. And yeah, I he's like one of the best American directors out there. And Yeah, uh, dude. SOG is came a great out. show. You should be very proud yeah. of it. I think it's yeah. amazing. And I think it's great for the culture. I think it's great for America. And I think people are talking about it and watching it. Oh, yeah. Right. We, I hope so. I hope so. I hope people continue watching it. And I hope we uh, we get a season four. So I hope, I hope <laughs> we do get that. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be, good. That'd be great. Uh, and I know, yeah, he's tied up to it. Uh, Jordan Peele and uh, writing for television. Oh, I was going to talk about cannabis. Just one. I was. What do you think? I mean, uh, cannabis. Do you think cannabis should be legal? Yeah, I think it's natural. So I'm like, why shouldn't? I think it should be legal. Yeah, I, yeah. I am. I'm for it being legal. I'm like, gotcha. it's natural. It's a plant. That's 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 from the earth. That's from God. Let it. Let it. Let it happen. Let, what's the problem with? Tomatoes are good for you. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like I don't see everybody I've seen that smoke. They're they're pretty harmless. I don't see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't see the problem with that. And it, and we can get a lot of revenue off of it. A lot of, a lot of revenue right now. Yeah, you're like come on, let's yeah. do it, man. Yeah, I think New York will. I think uh, this COVID stuff. That's why I'm kind of leaning into this podcast. But I always thought it was should be legal. Right, I've yeah. always liked it and enjoyed it, so I made it a part of my podcast. So I appreciate you being on the show, Mark, man. This oh, is yeah, no, I, I, dude, I, I appreciate it too, man. I appreciate being it and doing it, man, especially since I'm not a big-time weed person. But I was in when I'm in L.A., where I was staying uh, during one of the seasons in West Hollywood, they opened up a dispensary. And oh. it was just, it was like people were, it was just crazy how that place, it went from, being i forgot what it was prior to that but while i was there they changed it to entry and just the amount of people that <laughs> just coming, they were like dude it's <laughs> it's like this it was, was like 7 11 on crack it was like it was crazy yeah yeah, but it was oh, a yeah. Popular spot, man. very popular 
Uh, yeah, they're all over California, man. I got to go out. There. I can't wait to go out to California again because it is, it does feel like legal. Like even the yes. people I know that just live and there, it, they're like. It's weird it's, though. If you can legal, smell it. What's that? It in LA, cause it's, it's a, I feel it's like recreational. Legal, they're not totally on board with it yet. Yeah, is maybe that, not. Am I right? A, maybe not a hundred. I don't, I, I don't think, I, yeah, I think it's pretty much, I mean, it was, it's pretty, I think if you have a California it, state license, it's pretty right. much. Right, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like the, everybody I talked to was like, yeah, it's legal, but they can pull the rug on from under us and they just take our money if they want. And I was like, really? <laughs> I yeah. thought it was legal, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't do it, so I don't know, but. Yeah, that's true. Mark does not smoke. He's got, I don't uh, smoke, but yeah. it's very popular. That's all I know. Every what about cigars? Do you like cigars, Mark? You look like. No, I don't like no. cigars either. Yeah, not it's either. not good. Not for the COVID either. Yeah. Need some I know. I never liked cigars either. I was like, nah, I never did. Yeah, I never did. I mean, I had some. And uh, did you ever smoke cigarettes? Nah. No. Never did. Yeah, they're never gnarly. Did. I always wanted to try the gummy bears, though. But somebody told me the gummy bears is, like, ridiculous. My friend, Tracy Ashley, she was like, yeah, don't do the gummy bears because you don't know. You don't know how high you're gonna get off. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not doing a gummy bears. <laughs> I mean, scared. if you got like two milligrams, you'd be safe. If you got two milligrams, or they got the CBD gummies. The, oh, that's what, dude. The other thing is, Oprah's going in with like Sanjay Gupta to come out with CBD gummies that oh, are wow. FDA approved. That was the last thing really? I heard. Yeah. Now that's gonna be great. Now, now CBD. Now, it, if I take it internally, is that helping my back and my muscles as well? Yeah, it's anti-inflammatory. You know, it's okay. just like, I think turmeric's the same thing. I think there's a lot, but it's a really good one. Okay, okay. Um, I, I would definitely try that, because you know I like it on my back anyway, so just the cream. I still got that down, so I'm like, I use Yeah, I think it's back. for the earth, man. I think it's good for the people. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, I would try I would try to do gummy bears. I've always wanted to try that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you talked to Tracy at all? I, yeah, Tracy I talked to Morgan, him. I we talked both to him. work with him. He's been texting. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to him. He's he's doing good. He's uh, he's in this this quarantine, man. And I, everybody's you know, in the quarantine. He's itching to get out and, and tell jokes and just like everybody else, and just like he just wants to work. And just yeah. being in the house for two months is just it drives you crazy. It's just like, <laughs> dude, my kids, you know, uh, my wife and kid are so sick of me. <laughs> They're out right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like. They are it's so like, sick as my kid talks back. My wife is <laughs> just like, yeah, my, 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 me and my wife were like, well, we got to get out this house. We got to go somewhere. Just even yeah. if we just walk some, just something. We got to yeah. do something. Sometimes yeah. we just go for a drive nowhere. We just drive around. Like, let's just drive with something because you just go crazy in the house, man. It's, it's only so much TV you can watch before you go, okay, that's enough. I can't. Enough. Enough. Even reading books, you just go, I can't. I got I to gotta get out. I got to get some air. Yeah, well, luckily I, I have a dog, so I walk my dog twice a day. So I always get outside, but that's not even enough. I need to. I need to see people. I need to do something. It's like you know, we're comics. We're used to performing, so it's like ah, it's it's frustrating. I know. It's part of me is like for me, I, I I'm liking the time off because I've just been scrapping in these streets for too long. Mark. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it so was my body's at rest. You know, right. it's like, but, and I'm kind of getting my head back together. But right now I'm starting to feel like, oh, right now I'm just starting to get like, oh, if I don't get on stage, I could be really rusty. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I need it's to weird. get on stage right, like right now. They, they started I did to book out. something. I'm going, I'm headlining the Arlington Draft House at the end of July. They gave oh, wow. July. Oh, nice. 
That's oh, we safe. did that before. That's a nice spot. I like it's that. It's a nice spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been playing there for years and years. That's, it looks like a movie theater, right? Is that yeah. the one that looks like? Yeah. It's yeah, like a movie that, theater. Remember that spot? Yeah, it's a good spot. I'm yeah, going to do that in July. Yeah, July 31st. We're doing 31st. outside shows. Have you seen the outside shows? I know. I ha- I've seen them on Instagram, Michael Che and those guys. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was like, okay. Derek Gaines and Michael Che, was, uh, I saw it last night, I think. And, oh, uh, I man. know. Derek Gaines is on the number one movie right now. Yeah, yeah. Derek is big time, man. He's on our show, too. So we we just lucky to get on our, uh, on the last, the last OG. OG. Yeah, he was yeah. one of the leads uh, the first two seasons and popped yeah. up. He was in the season finale. Yeah, and I love them in your episode that you wrote. All right, Mark. Uh, I know you're a busy man. I appreciate yeah. your time. I appreciate All right, thank everything. you, brother. Yeah. I had a great time, man. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you, Mark Theobald. Thanks for being on, man. You're dope. All right, man. I appreciate it. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll uh, talk to you later, bro. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Okay.